0: Love Talk Hello.
1: Hello. 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 Yes, I Hello. Uh,
0: I'm doing fine. How are you? Fine. I apologize for my lateness. Trying to get everything together. I was trying to get all my um my questions together before I came on air with you. Thank you so much okay. for coming on the show. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for having me. Do me a favor. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with do you, you, introduce yourself bit to let listeners know who you are. I'm sorry, for those who aren't familiar with who you are, can you introduce yourself a little bit like let everybody know kind of who you are and what you do
1: okay, um well, my name is Teslin Figueroa. um my publicist is doing a great job of coining me as a hip hop politician currently running here in the state of Florida for a state uh district thirty nine House of Representatives, so I am a candidate. Uh, here in Florida, and I just happen to be very unique with my message and mixing uh, hip hop as well. And so that's why we're on the phone with you today. Hmm.
0: Now you announced your candidacy. Um, you know, you you're for Florida House of Representative for District uh, 39. Am I correct?
1: That's correct.
0: Okay. Now, uh, what was your decision to uh, run for uh, for for this position? I mean, for this um, for this position, what was your decision to start to run for House of Representatives? Um,
1: It really wasn't my decision. You know, I I just believe I've been called for a certain purpose at a certain time. Um, I talk a lot about um, my challenges of just what I've experienced, and that's where the the hip-hop and the poetry comes in. And so it just naturally just fit um, in the right time and place. In the past seven years, I've experienced... Well, we've all experienced a lot, but in particular the last seven years I've experienced uh, divorce and death in my family and moving several times and being laid off and unemployment for two years and starting my business um, with a contract that now contracts over 300 people a year. Um, So just in that that seven-year period of time, uh, I've had the opportunity to uh, be an award-winning business and to do a lot of great things in the community. And um, the community just needed it. And when I say the community, I'm talking about the community at large, the demographic that I speak to at large, not just District 39, anybody who's been through the struggle, not been through it five years ago or ten years ago, um, but right now. Um, President Obama was speaking today with the union, and he said that you know he started his start standing with people who lost their job, and we need different leaders at the table as well. I started my start by losing my job. So I'm not just standing with you, I am you. And so that was just the next natural thing is that we needed and we need a clear and concise voice. So it was actually something that I um, didn't plan to do. I always felt I would be an attorney and, you know, represent people because that's just what I do naturally. So um, it was just the time. I mean, we need it. We need it desperately.
0: Right. I I mean, I feel, I I, I appreciate you so much. And I'm going to tell you why is because, you 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 know what it's like. You've been there. You lived it, and, and 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 so you know how those people are in those those areas. You know how they feel. You know what they go through day by day. Even though we have these politicians that are running for it, they don't know what it's like. They don't know what it's like. So you know, it's it's a difference when you lived it and when you you know when you can help. So I appreciate yeah
1: And you. I, and I thank oh, thank you so go much. Ahead. And I tell people, I mean, I, I'm living it right now. I mean, I, just before you got on the line, I was trying to add up, you know, my bills. My my ex-husband just got laid off. So child support and alimony is gone. You know what I mean? So this is not just last, you know, last year or the year before. That, you know, this is real talk. I pay my taxes every two weeks out of my own pocket. So a lot of the people depend on me for their livelihood, even though, you know, the majority of the work I provide is part-time, still they depend on me. This is all they have. So I have no choice, and I, I tell people this is my lifeline. Everything I go through, um, I just get out and speak the message even louder and stronger than before because I know that the enemy is trying to break me and tries to break me right now, you know what I mean, yesterday not not last week or the year before that, right now. Right. So this is for people, right. and particularly single women, and, you know, I, that's why I said I want a baby mama movement. This is for people who are going through it right now. I have no family here that's willing to help me. Um, I don't have the luxury of having parents that stop whatever they're doing to come down. My dad's deceased. My mom's in school. She's laid off as well, Have been for several years. I'm all they have. You know what I mean? I got friends in prison that I still talk to. I didn't just... Go pick a hood and pick a pick this as a platform. This is personal. You know, friends who have been locked down 15, 16 years behind retroactive sentencing. So this is very personal to I me. Mean, I just happen to serve my country and work for the largest companies in the world. And, you know, I do my thing on the business side. I'm not trying to be coined as a business person. I am in business. You know, so we we do things with that, that level of excellence and standard. But I'll never forget where I came from or really who I am because I'm still there. You know what I mean, and that's a significant difference
0: right i I'm not trying to put you in involved with the uh, politics uh, the the um, president the presidential candidates that's out there, but it affected me when i heard um when I heard New Gingrich state that Barack Obama is the best food stamp president, and it that affected me because a lot of those people who live a lot of the people depend on that and they um and they and they they need that you know, until you can't afford to get to go shopping without those food stands. so my question is to you is um, um and I, I felt offended by and I thought it was like it was a, a judgmental, and you know i, I felt very bad about he why would he say that but can you can you get your input on that or how would you how would it affect you if you heard that come out come from him?
1: Yeah, I mean, being somebody that, I mean, literally, I may have to go apply for food stamps myself, even being in business. Um, In fact, it was something that I considered uh, at the end of. I thought I was going to have to do it in January because um, if you look at my background, you'll see that I I took a real strong position uh, with the NBA lockout. That's one of my contracts. I was the only contractor in the country that spoke out, just to make uh, to make it very clear that the arena arenas of uh, the arena employees across the country still needed to eat. So I didn't know if I was going to have to give food stamps myself. So just to give you my own personal opinion, with where Newt was coming from, um, was certainly something that was to uh, bring attention to the issues. And that's one of the reasons why I'm taking the steps that I am, because as Democrats we need to be bold and we need to have the the type of uh, statements that bring issues, um, bring awareness to our issues. I think sometimes we color uh, too much inside the box and inside the lines. Uh, which is one reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's not too many politicians that talk to Crown Magazine or, you know, Lush Radio or the type of interviews that I'm doing to get that attention, because that's what real leaders do is bring attention to their issues. And what one thing the Republican Party has done, particularly Newt Gingrich and Sarah Palin, they've done an outstanding, phenomenal job with bringing issues to, uh, awareness to their issues, whether we like it or we don't like it. So even though it was crass, it's certainly something that we're talking about. You know, right now we're not talking about, you know, what Sheila Jackson just said on CNN five minutes ago because it was just said in a nice, polite way. And so we we have to, you know, start making the type, type of comments to bring issues, you know, to to uh, to bring the awareness to issues as well. So just to be honest with you, I think that um, for his party and what he's trying to do, which you're saying oh not to continue. Oh I'm Go sorry, ahead. I'm I think um, with him trying to um, bring a w- uh, awareness with saying we need to stop depending on the government so much, he did a phenomenal job. Now, I will tell you as an employer, uh, the unemployment tax um, is continuing to rise. It costs me about 30 $32 to pay someone on my payroll. So the more people I pay, the harder it is for me to stay in business. And that's a lot of what the Republican Party is talking about, which is true. Um, I had I was on unemployment and I chose to get off to go make eight dollars an hour uh, at Walmart to start my business and a lot of people don't make that decision but I also know people who do everything they can to make to earn as little you know whatever they can bring in the house so there's two sides to look at that it was rude and crass and all of that but I think Democrats need to stop being so weak too and we need to say how we feel and so if they're calling us snobs, and we need to be able to come back and say something too and you have different leaders who do different things that's where I step in you know, so we, we, we have to get a little bit more strategic. Newt is not concerned right. with winning. He he knows he won't win and I'm not doing this to win. I'm doing this because the same way we we're talking about them, somebody need to be talking about us and, and we're not. Right. We're 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 being victims instead of conquerors. And one thing I know about the Democrat Party is we are conquerors and we're victorious and we're 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 blended with so many different stories and I am the American dream. I'm not talking about it. I am the American Dream. So unless we're not taking that in a way, you know, that is bold and assertive like hip hop, then what are we doing? We're just being victims. And so that's what I want to see, and what I'm hoping to do with my campaign. All right, all
0: right. So what, what, what day do you? What, when is the uh, when is the uh, voting start for you for your um for your election?
1: Well, um, I go to the ballot on August 14th. Um, But I have to be real honest with you, that is for um, a a small district here in Florida, and I don't know just yet um, how that's going to play out. I I think there's a a bigger call and a, a bigger voice. Um, this is not about me going to to the polls and voting because I don't do what they tell me to do. In fact, I I do the opposite. I don't wear what they tell me to wear. I don't I don't dress what they tell me to dress in. I don't. I wouldn't even be talking to you if I listened to all my political consultants who says that this is a waste of time. Um, you know, not, none of your readers will vote for me. They're not looking online, and you know, I'm, I've I've broken every rule in the book. So, I have to go. I have to move towards whatever God is calling me to do. So. I'm not concerned with um, voting or who's going to go. And, you know, a reporter asked me the other day, well, what would you say if somebody's on the line and want to vote for you? I wouldn't say nothing. Either You vote, you vote, you don't, you don't. I mean, I'm not selling myself, and I'm not selling ribs either. You know, I'm, my soul has uh, has survived. So I, I just don't. It's August 14th if you want the official date. But who's to say that that's, that's the final stop? Because I don't believe that it is. Because magazines like yourself that are not here locally, are interested in this story And and I don't want to drop the ball on that We have so much more work to do Right, 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 right. No, I, I focus on uh, We try to focus on everything
0: And, and you you touched me so much you When know, I was reading up about So I had to have her on the show So not so just people around the world can hear it Not just in, you know, in Florida But, you know, all over the world Can hear this story And maybe they can do a change to this yourself You know, maybe get more people to come out And do the same thing Such as you would know, do you doing You know what I mean? But, you know, so I want these people to see what it is all over the world and, and and the future generation that's coming up now and um, so i mean besides I mean, I understand that you have uh are you still running um the allied group, the company that you have is you still running that
1: yeah, that's is correct. That we employed company? um over hundred people this weekend with the all star contract um that's a combination of my contract uh with the Amway Center, which is the all star was the all star game uh, home arena. Um, it's my second year with that contract, so I provide uh, ushers and greeters for the city venues uh, as well as I had an opportunity to, to double up, you know, um, using R. Kelly's phrase, double up, <laughs> with the NBA uh, as well. So I, I I talk about, you know, what about Monday? You know, now that the All-Star is gone and now that people have went on, my team is still working tonight, and, and that's the right. message you know, that I want to send, and we're going to keep working, we're going to keep hustling, we're going to keep doing what we do. And the only way you can do that is do it, you know, with excellence. So, um, yes, it's, it's still alive and well, and this year we're going to spend a lot of time in, in growth and, um, you know, taking it to to another level.
0: If I could ask you a question, um, if I could change the subject for a minute. Um mm-hmm. We we just lost uh, Whitney Houston, of course, and uh, all and we we had politicians at her funeral, big time celebrities. But the question was, and this is not just for her, but this is for other public figures as well. Where were the where were they when 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 she needed them? You know if you what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where were they when she needed them? And now, in her funeral, we got all these people. She loved her so much, she did But where were they when she was alive to say all those things? Because my my mm-hmm. make Give me flowers, while I can smell them. You understand know what I'm saying? That's right. Don't wait till I wait till I don't wait till I'm dead and can't, you know. So what, what do you what is your input on that? You know, the that's, what is your, I'm so
1: glad you asked that. I'm I'm laughing because I've been you're the only person that's asked me about Whitney Houston and I've been on a Whitney Houston campaign, mini campaign, you know, on my Facebook. But I um I, I am touched by her uh in so many different ways. Number one, um there was not enough attention focused on Bobby Christina. uh there is a child that uh is having some obvious issues with codependency, and I am a child of a parent who has suffered with drugs and alcohol, and I understand the damage that comes with that, and nowhere near would you know do I understand the level that she has to deal with it on with having the spotlight, so I think there is a very interesting. Um, component that nobody's paying attention to, you know, the fact that her mom was, you know, she was with her mom and she was kind of having to look after her mom and look after her dad and, you know, that what that child has to actually suffer as a result of, of, of that codependency. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, as a mother, uh, I grieve uh, deeply for her. Uh, because this is a woman who loved her child, you know, regardless of what she went through or, what, you know, how whatever it was. I used to uh, laugh at Whitney because she would constantly bring little Bobby Christina on the stage. I've never seen any celebrity do that, and I take my child with me on stage. And she would constantly, you know, every time Whitney would go out, she would bring that child on stage, Dad and Bobby Brown and force everybody to say he was the king of R&B and force everybody to clap uncomfortably. So she was always someone that shared the stage and the spotlight. And I would just say that I think that she did do a a great job of showing her love for people. Now, whether people received that or not, if you go back and listen to her music and all of the things that she talked about, and I believe in you and me, and, you know, when she did all the stuff with Mariah Carey and CeCe Winans and Waiting to Exhale, I really think they did give her flowers while she was living, or if not, she laid down a bed of roses for herself. Because there's not, even though she wasn't the writer of the music, you still, as an artist, can pick and choose what type of message you want to send to the world. And I hope that people look at that. When You remember when Mariah Carey first came out and they wanted to pit those two against each other, similar to what they did with Beyonce and Ashanti. Mariah and Whitney got together. You know what I mean? And so when you look at that and the waiting to tell and how she just brought so much encouragement and upliftment and my love is your love, and if I die tomorrow, you know, I will say that I spent it with you. So this was just a woman that had some amazing love, and I think that her job was to love, and I feel that way with me. You, You know what I mean? It sounds strange, but there's some souls that are here on earth that it's not meant for me to give flowers, but it's meant for me to give. And I think that her life... Just showed that in such a deep way. Even with Bobby Brown, I said he just cannot sit down at the funeral. He had, to, he said he didn't want to make a scene, but getting up and leaving, what what more? That's a scene. But he was so used to sharing the stage with me because she always forced him out on the stage regardless. So even though woman, the woman couldn't even die and have her own solo funeral without giving away the time to Bobby, I, I laughed because I said if she could have got out the casket and said, while I have you all here, I just want you all to remember that Bobby Brown's the king of RP, she would have done it. So she just had an amazing, um, amazing love, and I, I talk about my funeral a lot, and it makes my friends uncomfortable. But I want my funeral to be just like that. But see, when BB B. has got up and talked about her, I was able to go look and watch how she would pull him on stage to sing "Shoot," you know, at the, the when she had sung that song. So the stories were real, you know what I mean? Even with her drugs and alcohol and all of that, she was meant to leave flowers, and that right. and that's the difference. And I, I think that's. That's her calling. We don't do people that have souls like that, even though they struggle with what they do, we don't do what we do for flowers or applause. It's nice if you can be appreciated, but ultimately it's a heavy burden on your life um, that you're just, you know, meant to, kind of like Moses, he was meant to get the people over, and it was never meant for him to see the promised land. Right. But he was okay with getting them there. Mm -hmm.
0: Right, right. You, know, I, I, I'm so touched by your story, and, and you know, I, um, I, I want you to, and I know that you will continue to make a, continue to do great deeds for, for the people, and um, I, I'm not gonna keep you long. I know, I know you have other things that you need to do. Besides, sit up here on the show all day. But, um, is there anything else you want to touch base <laughs> on? I, I, is anything, I no, not you, is anything? This is oh, a print.
1: On. This is print. But we're correct.
0: It's cool. It, it's on air and both. So it's gonna be printed and both. Okay.
1: Boston. Okay, so you'll go and edit and you know get stuff together. Not a problem. Um, I think you had some had some great questions. I you know feel free anytime. You you covered a, a lot of stuff. I've done a lot of interviews in the last couple of weeks, and and I I like you know providing feedback on different things that um, are going on, and it doesn't bother me on, you know me giving my opinion on something. You know I'm, I tell it like it is. So feel free to um, you know reach out to me to those to those things because I just. You know, I'm not for sale, and they don't own me, and Shirley Chisholm is my mentor, and I'm just like her. I'm unbossed and, and unbossed. So I appreciate the time of interest that you've taken.
0: No, no, no. And, and listen, um, is there anything else
1: you want to touch bases on that you want the my audience to listen to now right now? No, just I would just say just encourage people to be yourself. You know, um, you have one person, you know, at the end of the day to uh, – to To look at in the mirror And I'm just somebody that um, You know I, I can't afford To be anybody different Than what I was yesterday And I, I have to look forward Until tomorrow And I, I tell people all the time You know that I die where I stand And me hanging up this phone right now Nothing prevents me from getting in the car And getting in an accident And losing my very life But I know that I was truthful And honest with you And that's all I have And it's not about celebrity and status um, It's really about healing yourself first and then going and healing somebody else. And, and it's true. Black women and Latino women, we can be healed, and we can still love, and we can still be fly, and we can be sexy and smart, and we can be in the VIP. We can do all of those things. So if there's any way I can ever encourage anybody, just follow my story daily, daily and then hopefully right. that message will be sent.
0: Now, your, give out your website. I, I, I know you're on Facebook, but uh, give, give out your website.
1: Yes, it's um ww. house and it's just spelled T E Z F O R H O U S E. So just all together. Tez for House dot com. Okay. Right. Tez, I
0: it was an honor and I appreciate you so much. Um please, please don't let this be last visit to the show. Please come back by, by any time. And may God continue to bless you. And you and you oh, know, thanks. as I told my just continue to walk by faith and not by sight, okay?
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate it so much, and it is so real, you know. <laughs> so this is—I have nothing else but faith. So I'm just open, open book with that. And it's time politics really start living an open book. You know, we're not bishops, and we're not trying to be reverence. We're just regular human people, you know, that go out and drink and you know do what they do, and they're not, you know, we should be passionate. Um, and, and it's time to get some strong leaders and quit being weak. If you're weak, you're weak. If you're scared, you're scared. Just say it. And so that that's what I'm just trying to get out there. So thank you so much for telling that story. No problem, no problem.
0: I I was an honor to have you, Tess. Uh, listen, don't don't let can Don't let this be your last. Come back by the show anytime. All right?
1: All right. Thank you.
0: All right. Be blessed.
1: Okay, you too, honey. bye-bye
0: out to Taz um Figaro, uh, I'm so sure you're pronouncing it right for coming on the show. Make sure you guys support her. Uh, her movement and everything. Great, a great, great, um, individual who's who's lived and who I wanna leave you with Patty LaBelle, um, with um I'm gonna with the song with me Love You Sational I'm not one.